back, lady. You gon' hurt your back. Dragging out in bags like that. I guess nobody ever told you. All you must hold on to is you, is you, is you. One day, all them bags gon' get in your way. So, pack lights. Okay, I shortened it a little bit. But, hope y'all enjoyed my little Erica about you. <laughs> but you'll know exactly what we're talking about. Because of that song, you know, some of us are holding on to a lot of baggage and it's hindering our relationships. It's hindering our ability to move forward and have refreshing, amazing relationships. So stay tuned. I'm going to give you all of that. All right. Hey, 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 and welcome back to the Love Works Podcast. I am your host, Coach K. And if you didn't notice by the song that I talked that I sang at the beginning of this episode, we're gonna be talking about all that baggage you're carrying, bro. <laughs> like, get rid of it. Oh my gosh. So I had thought about this because one day I was like in the shower. And this song just popped in my head. I was like, bag lady, you gon' hurt your bag. You know, and I was like, firstly, that's a good podcast show. <laughs> to talk about what people do and why, how it hinders their ability to move on. Um, if you follow me on my Instagram at The Love Works, you will see that... I had, you know, asked people, well, how do you get over bad relationships, you know? And, I mean, I've seen some really good ones. But one of the things that I did not see is I get over it by holding myself accountable. But, I mean, before we get all into that, what I have learned that some of the reasons that people, for whatever reason, just cannot, you know, get rid of that baggage is because, for one, they're pissed, you know, they may have dated some guy that, you know, cheated on them, they they gotten their heart broken by somebody because maybe they all of a sudden, like, broke up with them, found a new girl, and moved on, and... You know, maybe they, you know, are used to partners who are verbally abusive. Maybe, you know, they've witnessed maybe their parents in toxic relationships. You know, so I do understand that there are some, you know, toxic and toxic situations and some trauma that goes into being in a relationship. I completely understand that. You know, I'm not oblivious to the fact that there are people out here who are just mean people, who are just dirty, grimy folks. Like, I understand that. And, you know, I also understand that, that you witness certain things. Like, you might have witnessed that, you know, no one around you have ever progressed in a loving relationship. Like, for me, you know, I've never seen my parents in a loving relationship. You know, now I've, I see my, my dad and his, 
his wife, my stepmom, who is amazing. And I see them now, but, you know, they weren't always together. And it, because my mom and dad were together at one point, and and then they were my mom, my dad and my stepmom were together before mom. Like it was, it's a, it's a, kind of, non traditional situation, <laughs> and so it doesn't really to me. It it can't be for me an example. I want to see a couple who have been together for 20 plus years straight all their kids are by each other you know and for me I had never seen that um I'm being completely honest I had never seen a loving relationship 20 years plus same children no outside kids I've never seen it you know um quite frankly I am me and my sister are the first ones in, in that I know of in my family. And so I understand people looking like, bro, my own, nobody in my family has done it. I, I'm good. I don't, I'm good. And so you go into it with a lot of, you know, pre-consumed, pre, pre, um, pre-assumed, what is the word? Preconceived notions. <laughs> preconceived notions of you know what a relationship is supposed to look like you know just oh my gosh I I don't want to be in a bad relationship and I'm just like you cannot look at other people's relationship you can't even look at your own past relationships as an example of what could be easier said and then I completely understand that but it has to be done. If a relationship is exactly what you want and you've gone into every relationship carrying the same baggage, you're going to receive the same results because what you fear is probably going to be what you attract in certain ways. So, and because you're not, I think you're not also taking accountability for the baggage or the role that you played in creating the baggage. Too many times I've seen women, men talk about their past relationships and never, or rarely, let me say that, rarely give fault to themselves. It's always, he did this, she did that, and that's why I did this. No, you allowed this that's why they did this. It's 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 like being clear with your standards and when these things are not when they don't fit the bill, then you have to be okay with removing yourself. I think sometimes we get into a relationship and we because we've invested a certain amount of time and we have an idea of what we want out of the relationship based on what we think we should get i.e our expectations but we haven't earned anything then we be like you know i have to stay here because i can see becoming this i can see us getting here and it's like no i really strongly believe that Dating is a selection period. Dating is a period in which 
you have to be very clear on what it is that you want. Standard-wise, not your expectations. Standards. What do you want? And figure out what you like, what you don't like. What are negotiables? What are non-negotiables? You know, does he or she fit the bill? I, I really feel that we sometimes get too emotionally attached too quickly. Now, that time frame is, it could be whatever you choose, but there has to be certain criteria checked off before you can go there, if that makes any sense. It's not a time thing, it's a requirement check. So I just, at the beginning, like, you have to, somewhat emotionally detach yourself from the person to see if the person fits the bill of your standard and i don't know if you notice this but i am talking solely preventables how do we best prevent creating baggage that carries over because i think that's the issue we're always trying to react to you know the baggage that we receive or that we've created versus being proactive in preventing some of that baggage. Some of those, that baggage that you're carrying is preventable. Oh, he treat me bad. Okay. I'm sure you knew that two, three, maybe four weeks in, you know? So understanding that Baggage and bad relationships are preventable to a certain extent is key. And understanding that you have the power to prevent some of this stuff. I know that there are some things out of our control, but there are a lot of things in our control. And if we are not clear, then if we're not clear on our our standards, then we become extremely vulnerable to soon which causes us to be emotionally broken emotionally damaged stop that if you know that you're a person that gets emotionally attached when you have sex right and you're still figuring this girl or guy out what sense does it make to have sex before you figured them out to a certain extent. Hmm? Please, like, tell me what sense does that make? I am not an advocate for anything regarding sex. Do you boo? Okay? But what I am saying is, there should be requirements before certain things. And we are doing too much of this free falling in love. No. Stop free falling, baby, because <laughs> you will fall and hit your head and you're going to leave with major scars. And I just I am I don't want. I'm trying to prevent or help prevent people from creating so many scars through their dating relationships. You know, I um. I know that there are people who have 
scars already from dating. And so right now I'm not talking to you. I, I can be talking to you because now you can prevent more. Um, but I am also talking to those people who maybe right out of college or in college and they're dating and they're trying to figure out, man, how do I date better? And my my advice would be use preventable methods. And I think those preventable methods would have to be being clear on what you want. Um, understanding the difference between standards and expectations. Um, and I'm going to always say that and probably darn near all of my podcast shows or episodes because I think we we get those two mixed up and we end up, you know, looking kind of lost because we thought you were supposed to do this and now we're angry or, you know, we didn't have much standards. And so, you know, we had a good conversation with this person and now we're in love and he is my everything or she's my everything. That's going to be my husband. That's going to be my wife. And I just think we fall too quickly. I think we're not clear on what it is that we want. I think we're not clear on our negotiables. Find three things that are non-negotiable. Right now, find three things that are non-negotiable and stick to them. Whether that be, you know what, I'm going to wait to have sex until I'm ready. And have your own internal requirements for that. If that being you want to wait till you get married, cool. If that being you want to wait till you fully love who you are. Or is that when you realize that, you know what, if we have sex, I am good. And you know you are comfortable with whatever happens next. That being... You know, he or she starts acting weird or and you just say, you know what? I'm cool with that. I am not attached. I am just here for the sex. I'm not an advocate for that, but I am saying be clear, have your standards so that you can prevent scars or prevent having or getting more scars. Because the problem is. When we, you know, bring our baggage, we get used to that feeling. You know, we get used to feeling like um, this is just how guys are. This is just how women are. Like, I will probably always have bad relationships. You get, you keep, you say that to yourself in your head, bro. Like, and you then act that way. And then you project those fears on the person you're dating. And they're like, what are you even talking about? And they've done none of the things that you're even worried about. But you're you're carrying it. And so your, your focus is preventing it. Or slash reacting to the fact that you have that baggage. No, you prevent it. By dating more efficiently. All this falling in love because he cute and y'all had a good conversation is not the move, man. It's not a good conversation you can get from anyone. You can get from anyone. Let's start preventing this baggage that we're getting by owning our roles that we've played. 
That's how you move on. If you if you made the bed and you had a bad relationship, instead of reflecting on all the things that he did or she did, reflect on the things that you did so that in your next relationship you can move forward and you can say, you know, this is why I got here. I'm not saying blame yourself for no dumb John. I'm not saying say, oh, because I wasn't, you know, emotionally available as much as he wanted me to be then that's why he cheated. Like, no, nah, because he needs to be able to communicate. But I am saying if you weren't emotional, if you actually weren't emotionally available for him, then in your, ne- your next relationship, establish those expectations immediately. Establish those expectations up front. That's all I'm saying. Because you end up being cynical, skeptical, like, you can't tolerate nothing. Nobody's flaws. One flaw surface, you out. You're going to be single for the rest of your life with that attitude. And I'm just here to say, relationships don't have to be that bad. It don't have to be that bad. If you had a bad relationship, man, don't. Don't take your side. Be unbiased when you're reflecting. And and try to see both sides. Like, what did you see? What do you think both of y'all could have learned from that? You know, and y'all can say easier said than done. I don't think it's really that hard. Like, <laughs> it's really not that hard. Move on. Move on. Don't carry that stuff anymore. That might be the reason why you are having an issue. Because, I mean, the beauty, I think, in not seeing a relationship ever like like a loving relationship between, you know, two people. Is that you get to create your own. And you don't you there's no blueprint so you can create your own blueprint i understand that there are those things but i really could have took that and was like i ain't meant to be with nobody because i don't know nobody that did that but i was like you know what no what do i want in a relationship okay hands down at the very beginning of the relationship i'm not having sex with you like i literally told him i was like look I hope sex is not on the table because I'm not doing it. Um, I I just can't. <laughs> I, I can't. Um, because I've seen people who, you know, have sex and then they just, they get too emotionally attached. I didn't want that. I don't want to be stuck with you. I didn't want to have, if you were boo-boo, <laughs> I did not want to be stuck with you because I am now emotionally attached to you. Or now I feel obligated to work it out because I gave you my body. That's my standard. It didn't have to be your standard. That's mine, though. I've seen too many people give their bodies to a person, get emotionally attached, and allow the man to dog them or allow the woman to dog them. Nine times ten is a man for this particular case. But that's what I would see. And I was like, I'm not doing it. So sex was off the table. And so we were in college. So the thing that I would do to avoid having the temptation of it was 
all right, we just got through watching a movie. All right, deuces. I'll see you tomorrow. Gonna walk me out. It'd be three o'clock in the morning. He looking like, bro, I'm so sleepy. What do you mean walk you to your dog, your hall? Walk me to my hall. I'm not standing here. I'm not. I'm sorry. And I was adamant about it. I was very clear. I was straight to the point. And then over time, he earned the right. You know what I'm saying? He earned it. He earned it. And that's my, my, that's what I wanted. And I explicitly told him my expectation of it. And then he agreed to it. And that was the end of that. If I had to fight him any longer about having sex or not, it would have been over. Because I was detached emotionally. My standards meant more to me than having a man. That's what I'm saying. That, that is what I'm saying. And understanding that when you have your standards and, and then y'all discuss your expectations from your standard. So my standard was no sex. My expectation was we not discuss it. And I explicitly told him that. Be clear. Be firm. Get to the point and execute that standard. Execute it and be unwavering. It has to be done so that you can look back and say, you know what? I was literally duped or you know what? I'm cool. I did everything that I said I was going to do. I maintain my standards. I feel good. When I was ready, I was ready because I don't, I just want to eliminate or I know I can't eliminate it, but I want to lower the amount of scars that people get in these relationships because the scars is what leads to you know, the doubt, it leads to the baggage that you keep carrying. It leads to bad relationships that could have been amazing. Because you don't know what to do with your expectations because you have no standards. When you have standards, those standards guide your expectations. Create standards and then discuss your expectations of those standards. Have at least three non-negotiables. Actually, have at least just two non-negotiables because it's not that serious. Like, go find a friend because you're going to end up lonely because your standards are, are too high. And not that your standards are too high because I think... It's a quality over quantity. I think you have too many standards that are more so expectations that can be explicitly negotiated. Like, more of the story, man, disregard those bad things um, if they cause you to go into the next relationship with negativity. Um, more so reflect on the role that you play. More so reflect on how not to be a victim in these relationships. Unless you were assaulted, you're not a victim. You, you allow certain things. 
find two to three non-negotiable standards and stick to them. For me, it was sex. It was, um, he had to be funny. <laughs> um, and he had to be about his business. Like he had to be a person that was doing something for him. He had to look and be a good person. Friendship was, was you know, aligned with it. Like I had to be your friend. I, I had to have a connection that was non-romantic. And I had to think you were cute. <laughs> and, and that's it. I think that's for cute, no sex, friendship, and um, a quality individual. Somebody who is about their life. Who is trying to be a better person, clearly. Something you'd find out if you were their friend, basically. So, just do that. Two to three, two to four non-negotiable standards. And then create your expectations from that that you all discuss. Okay? That's all I got for you today. Um, I hope you have a wonderful weekend, a wonderful week. I will be back next week. Um, for another podcast and make sure you follow me on instagram at the love works with a z where you know we talk daily and you know i put up certain things and um we can kind of discuss the the podcast show so thanks again for listening have a beautiful evening bye